Watch you cook him, Mom. <laughs> 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 Fucking cut. Now I'm gonna you go buy. No, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the <laughs> problem. This, this ain't for me. I was like, you know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine, okay. right? All praises to the most high, high, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Doc Holiday Show where we love to uplift black men, black woman, black teen, black child, black royalty. And today I am joined by my brother, whom I've been knowing for a long time. More black royalty, my guy, Rodney Ruffin, owner, CEO of... I know MIMF 10 is the is the brand rough with, gear. with the strong rough gear. Yeah. Rough gear. <laughs> Owner and CEO of Rough Gear. All right. What's My up, guy. man? Thank you, man. How you doing? I'm well, man. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Now, first of all, I've been knowing you for a long time, man. But tell the people, the watching world out there, man, a little bit about you, where you from, a little bit about your upbringing, bro. I'm uh, originally from Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised, uh, been to school, went to school here in Memphis and uh, uh Went to college in Ar at Arkansas State. I've been knowing Doc from what, Pee Wee League. Man, man, long what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen eighty something, bro. Long, long time, man. So, yeah. You know, coming up, man. Athlete and academics, man. My 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 folks stressed academics, stressed uh, being the trying to be the best. So, man, when I just coming up in the city, the uh, city I love. You know, this is somewhere where I was born and raised. So this is this home. Now let's talk about the upbringing, man, because a lot of times. Everybody say, well, you're born up in the inner city, man, rough upbringing. And yeah, 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 but at the same time, they be thinking a lot of us come from broken households. That, that ain't yours, bro. No, yeah, no. That, that, that stable, strong black man, strong black woman together, man. Just talk about that, man, siblings and, and, and your, your, your parental guidance. I got two, had, I came up in a, uh, in a stable home, mother and father, sister, two brothers. But the funny thing about that, I resented it. I resented because I, I went to school with people, kids that were brought up in broken homes. So I almost thought that that was the way to be. So when I got to a point in life, I didn't, I didn't know the value of having that kind of uh, stability behind you or that kind of strength behind you. I almost thought it was cool to not have that. So that put me on a another path in life that I chose to go a, a, a hard route. But my mother and father, they always, my family always had been there. But I, 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 for some reason, I didn't take that support and run with it like children do, should do. But karma brings you full circle. So I made, made some bad choices, made some hard choices, made life harder than it needed to be. It, it made me a stronger person in the end. Shit, bro, you ain't by yourself here. We, <laughs> hell, I made life harder than it's supposed to be, yeah. too. But you made a great point, man, because growing up, the way we grew up, like, you know, my mom and dad was there until she died. But before she died, it was two-parent household. Yeah. Middle-class neighborhood, the neighborhood I grew up in. The majority of the dudes, people in there, their mom and their dads was in the house. Yeah. None of them motherfuckers, some of them still end up murdering and robbing and stuff, but they mom and dad still was in the house. Yeah. But that's you made a great point because a lot of times we like, damn, we got the stability. But in our communities, they make it seem cool to be dumb, not get good grades, act a damn fool, uh, uh, be drug dealers, yeah. live that life. When you like, and you know, our forefathers, ancestors be like, that ain't how the fuck we live. You, you know live. what I'm saying? So yeah. that's a great point you make. And just 
Where was your mindset at when you was at that? Because I'm pretty sure when you're two parent households, but you're trying to be and act like some of these knuckleheads yeah. in school, and you bring that knuckleheads at home, and they're like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" But mind you, still getting good grades. Of course, yeah, still. You hate you, why hate Of course you did. I'm getting good because you wouldn't have been at them schools if you weren't getting good grades. I'm still getting good grades. I'm still doing what I needed to do. But when that door closed, oh man, I'm somebody else. You know, I'm, and and that that. That leads you to not being positive as you should, as positive as you should be. And you go down, you find yourself on roads you shouldn't even been on. I shouldn't even been here, you know. But it makes you stronger, too, because those same people will have your back that you almost thought that that friend, so-called, was going to have your back. But I got to come back. My sister always used to tell me, you're going to come back, you're going to need me. I'll come back, man. I need you. I need I need you to come. I need you to come get me. Yeah. You know, I need you to come pick me up. Yeah. I, I, I'm back. Saying that no, it's a life lesson, man. You know, you never you never gonna turn should turn your back on your family or people that support you or or, or have your best interest at heart. Cause a lot of people out here, man, they fake as a motherfucker. What the, you can what say, they say what you say, they 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 for the streets and yeah. make you for the streets and they fake as hell. Them, you know. You got to go back to people that really love you. And talk about that, man, some of your biggest challenges and struggles because, as I said, we can talk about it, man. You have a two-parent household, but when you're growing up in the inner city, community of Whitehaven, like like our community, you look, man, it's a lot of prosperous, successful people. It's a lot of ignorance in yeah. Whitehaven, too. So yeah. talk about your biggest challenges and struggles, man, trying to stay out the streets, in the streets was trying because luckily the streets didn't gobble both our asses up. Yeah. But just talk about those challenges, man, making those wrong decisions and where your mind is because you, we think we know everything at that age and just be dumb as hell. That's the thing. You think you know everything. You're moving to your beat. Even though mom at home praying for you, dad at home telling you better do right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it like I want to do it. But doing it your way. Ain't never really the right way, especially if you ain't really thinking about what you what you're doing. I just was moving to the beat of my drum. Never had a plan. Never thought about it. Just I'm just gonna go live this life fast as I can, thinking I'm doing right, but really I'm doing wrong. So you know, when all those doors start closing, then you have to come back to 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 who really love you. You know, you got to find love within yourself too, because I had lost that too. I had lost love within myself. That lost love within, within my people. You know what I'm saying. So I had to kind of reel myself back in and, and figure out what, what was best for me. Hey, talk about that though, Black King. What 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 made you get to that point where you lose love in yourself? Because I'd have been there too, bro. Man, when you lose love, what made you made me get to that point? You just keep making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. So after so many bad decisions, you're like, man, damn, what a, what the. The fuck wrong with me? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What what am I doing wrong? But people on the outside see you go to church or see you do this. Oh, he lived it. Mama them got a two story, but that's mama them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of work for what's find you. I had to you, I had to figure out what was good for me. You know what I'm saying? So it was a struggle mentally. Mentally, it was a struggle. With the, man, I was depressed. You know, I was like. But nobody else knew. But it was yeah. something that I had to deal with and figure out. I had a child. I had, man, I was a single father at a young age. 
then as being a single father, I was a single father raising a young girl by myself as a young, man, you know, it was ups and downs with debt, failures and, and jobs. Man, it was like a lot. But once you lose in the house, losing stuff, man, you just kind of figure it out, man. But those struggles, those struggles make you a stronger person later in life, you know what I'm saying, if you can withstand that struggle. That's the thing about it. If you can withstand it, because I talk to young people all the time, I be like, look, it's going to storm on that ass, man. But if you can make it through that storm, you're going to learn the most high is going to teach you, you're going to grow. But when you're at that age, like we were, you do not want to hear that shit. Because I didn't, I I blocked out a lot of blood. I like, man, I don't want to hear that boy. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? What, what, because you had to have something to fall back on in your most depressed state. What was it? I'm pretty sure, you know, because I, you know, I tell people about it. Uh, when I was a senior playing football at Memphis State, I already had three kids. So I'm like, shit, I don't care how I'm feeling. Yeah. I got to live for these kids. So what helped you make it through those tough times? Because that depression can get deep with us. And as I, I, I did a show on this, as black man, we ain't going to ask for no help. We ain't going to even tell your ass something bothering us. No. So how did you make it through that, bro? I got to the bottom. Even with, you know, I, I, I reached out to my mom. She would pray for you. But man, I had to touch the bottom. You know what I'm saying? I had to really figure out, I ain't got nothing. I had zero. So I remember going to a life church. I think I had about $10. I gave them three. I had seven in. At that time, I was like, man, that was dumb. Man. I need to keep that 10. Yeah. I don't know how, what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, man, you know, you once you touch that bottom, you'll figure out. It ain't no way to. It ain't nowhere else to go. It ain't no. It, you got to turn to the like you say. You got to turn to the Most High. Now it ain't nobody else can pull me out. Mm. But you gotta. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta pray and and, and and figure out a way to get out. Get from the bottom to. Now I ain't say you gonna get to the top, but you you gotta get from that bottom because that bottom ain't ain't gonna do nothing. Keep sinking. What did the bottom look like for you? I know what the bottom looked like for me, but everybody bottom looked different. What did the bottom look like for you? For me, it, it was just. It was a. Uh, a lot of times by yourself, a lot of times questioning why you're here. You know what I'm saying? The moves you make, it seemed like every move was wrong. Like every, it was every move was a wrong move. No matter how, and all the moves was almost sometimes when I think back, they were bad intentions anyway. Mm -hmm. So I was making moves that weren't even good in the first place. So the bottom was like, man, it was it, it was lonely. And like you said, I fit, I have. I didn't go to anybody and say, I need help, even though people in in my family were like, you need help. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. like, man, I'm, I'm straight. Oh, you yeah. need help. Yeah. But, you know, that's that deflected, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, when it's all about you, you got to search, search within to, to figure it out. Let me ask you this because I know I, I tell a lot of people, man, being athletes like we both were, good athletes, mm -hmm. A lot of times that warp our reality. So when we doing some stuff we ain't supposed to be doing, whether it's at school or in the streets, because I know there's a lot of things I used to do. Police let me off the hook. Teachers let me off the hook. Then when they stop letting me off the hook, I'm like, hold on, I've been doing this while they clacking, clacking me. Yeah. I've been doing this for a thousand years. You know what I'm saying? So I think playing football warps, your, warps our reality. Do you feel the same way? Because we're not held as accountable as other students and other people. They let us do a lot, a whole bunch of shit, and it really don't help us in the end. That's was the key. I mean, that was one thing. When I was at high school, we did so much stuff. Then when I got to college, I, we were doing. I was doing 
so much. Then I was living this persona of I wasn't riding it no more. I was I become Julio. I had yeah. turned into this whole nother persona. So I was living this life of fast, man. I'm every weekend about halfway this close to jail or mm -hmm. doing something that was just off the you know, yeah. shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? So it, you you kinda get a a, a wrong scope of who you really are because like you saying man i i thought i was above you know i thought i was above even really going to jail or even going but we'll put you in the back of that car you know what i'm saying say now it's you know you're gonna cry what one of them that one of them no one of them situations get to you you got to figure it out i mean I, and i get it bro because hey when when i first got them clack clacks put on me i'm like y'all I'm like, right. we're going to, I'm going, I'm going to jail for yeah, this. Right, you going to jail for this? Like, yeah. hold on, I've been doing this forever, but I mean, just tough times. I mean, I, I mean, I admire you, bro. We've been competing for a long time, man. And I tell people we were rivals, but it was always a respect. Yeah. We would see each other and talk noise. We, you know what I'm saying? But right. it was always we, us, we never had to come hands. No. Hey, Mueller, and they talk all this noise fairly. Why? Hey, we at the, at the old McDonald's. We yeah. talk, but it was always love, and. That's what I, I hate that we're missing right now. But your adult life, man, being a parent, like you said, a single father, you know, what are you doing now? Because I want to get to what you're, what, what you're doing now because it's extremely impressive. But just talk about trying to make it in this life, man, and trying to succeed and uh, doing, you know, trying things that may work or may not work. The number one thing is don't give up. Man. That's the, that's the uh, thing. Life, life ain't going to never be fair. You know, they say life, man, life ain't fair. And, 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 Every obstacle, there every every obstacle you, you can. There's a solution to every problem, and the thing is to try to figure it out, man. The, the thing, not just don't give up. What I've learned in, in as an adult and as a, a older adult is, you just got to keep pushing, man. Every day, gonna the sun gonna rise. It's gonna be a new day. You got to figure it out every day. You got it's something that's gonna, it's some positive out of every day. So that's what I'm saying. In the past. When that negativity hit, it just swallowed you. Now, if I get some negativity, I mean, I'm going to figure out what, there's some positive out of that negativity. Mm -hmm. So I got to keep pushing because, you know, you got, like you said, I got people to keep, you know, there's people that depend on me. So that's, that keep me going is that I got people that really look up to me and look up to me and depend on me. I got to keep going. Now, let's talk about this brand, bro. Okay. MIM10, where the strongest of I Tell me about it, bro, how you come up with it. Because, I mean, it's some nice gear. I mean, you you evolving. Every time I see you, you evolving, man. You got some new shit. I be like, man, that's some nice stuff. So tell, tell me about this brand, bro. Actually, dog, I'm going to tell you, it started out, I wanted one shirt, wanted it for myself. I just wanted to wear one thing, one item for myself. So I, I, I found this guy. This guy was on Facebook, man. He was making shirts, man, I used to buy shirts from him. So I told him, I said, man, look, I want to get me a shirt. He's like, man, you come up with something, I'll I, I put it together. Go over my Gary house that time, and I said, I'm going to get me a Memphis shirt. I want a Memphis shirt. She just on the computer, she like, Memphis. She just started back on the computer. I'm like, at work, I used to use Memphis 10 as a password. Yeah. I said, well, Memphis 10, Memphis 10, see? Where the strong survive? So I put it together, man. I sent it to the guy. He sent it back to me. Cool. Make me two shirts. Not one. I want, I want two. I want a red one. I want a white one. He, I go get the two shirts. He charged me about $140 for the design yeah, yeah. everything. 
I got on Facebook on Cinco de Mayo, flogging. Take a picture with the shirt just like this. And people start like, I want a shirt. I want. I ain't got but two. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I ain't <laughs> trying to sell them. I ain't trying to hustle them. Yeah. I ain't try- and it just took off. It took off. It like, boom. I was now. I'm, I gotta figure out a way to start the business. And that's how it just went from there. It went from like two shirts to, bam, that quick. Like really. So it was quick. I wasn't ready. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no plan. I ain't. Go into this, say I'm a hustle, I'm finna do. It wasn't none of that. It was two shirts for myself, and it just took off. Came out of nowhere, right? Just a just blessing from the most high. you the most high. Hey, man, tell that big head <laughs> ISF Productions that have to preach to all the time. When the most high give you a vision, you just do it, and you never know how that harvest going to come, man, and those seeds been planted, bro. You have no idea. Everything that I did from that point on, it wasn't even me. It was just like the marketing had no I saw J1 one time he used to take pictures with guys with his shirts he used to take the pictures with him I said well hit me why not let them take the picture mm-hmm. and people love pictures. J100 right yeah, J100, J100 clothes my yeah. guy J100 so yeah. I, I just took a off off uh, I went off what he did but I just let the people take the pictures man people are the best cut are the best models all shapes sizes so I just started modeling people. Man, people love to be modeled. People, it just, but that wasn't my idea. I had no idea where it came from. It just, bang, it, everything just started to flow without me even planning any of this. So it, it, it's almost like, like you said, it's just the seeds be, start to be planted and you just, just start to water the seeds and it started growing. Now, the lesson is this, that when, you know, when you have a vision, man, go ahead on and act on it. Yeah. When the most high puts something good in your heart, go ahead on and act on it. Don't worry about how it's going to come to fruition. Yeah. Cassius McGowan with ISF Productions. Don't worry about how it's going to come to fruition. Just do it. But just, I'm pretty sure just because you did it and people start ordering shirts, shit, it just went all success and all sunshine. Talk about, because I'm pretty sure some thunderstorms hit that ass too since you started hey, doing since, this, bro. Since when I did that, the same guy, same my guy, Diedrich Phillips, who did, did my logo, shout out. Man, Diedrich, I guess, you know, Diedrich's an entrepreneur within himself. Mm-hmm. So, man, I had got up to like this order for about 300 shirts. I had an order for, I needed 300. So I told Diedrich, man, I got, that dude said, man, I'm finna take a sabbatical. I'm finna go, I'm finna disconnect from the world. I said, but Diedrich, I got 300 shirts I need to, like, man, I'm done with that. I said, what am I going to do? That was my opportunity to just quit. I could have quit right then. Mm-hmm. But he 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 came back to me, said, man, I know this one girl that might help you out. Her name Christy, Christy Woodard. And I called Christy, man. I almost went begging. She said, cool. Matter of fact, we'll just do a transition over from whatever he was doing for you to to me that's why i'm saying that rock in the hard place but before then man i sat at the house like what i'm gonna do well i done failed i have literally failed right now i'm a failure but i had to take that good i had to find some positivity in there i'm gonna call this man one more time and then that one call he was like maybe point you in this direction 
man, Krista has been uh, a blessing. You know what I'm saying? She she helped me out. She took out. We took off, and she's still rolling with me today. Now, as far as the designs, like I said, man, you know, hey, I don't do no modeling. This, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. It's uh, it's cold in the month. I ain't gonna even lie. You hit your boy with the purple and gold. You know what I'm saying? Let me see. Can you hear me? Still, you can see this mother put cover my face up, man. Hit your boy with the, with the MIMP 10. Then he came with the DOC on the back, right? You know, like I told you, bro. You don't do that because I mean, I don't be asking for free stuff, man. Because nah. we have to support one another. That means with money. But I do appreciate. Oh yeah, yeah. The shirt, man, yeah. and just the design. Just, just, but just talk a little bit more about what you got because your ass started with t-shirts. Now I see people in. I mean, the sweatsuit is tight. I just seen dresses and hoodies. Oh, that, I mean, man. just talk about how it has evolved, bro. Are them some MT and Nikes? Nah. <laughs> but it went from from just t-shirts to you know hoodies, uh, dresses, and uh, the big my biggest accomplishment was I took my daughter's drawings. Yeah, a couple of her drawings, and and uh, I took a couple of her drawings, man, and uh, and we marketed them for her only. To show my thing was to show her for, forget all this Memphis ten stuff. In my opinion, it was to show my daughter that you can make money. You don't have to always go down one road to make some money. She is uh, a scholar and probably ain't made a B in her life, but I wanted to give her an opportunity, show her an opportunity. Whereas you ain't, you don't have to be. You're not going to be judged as unsuccessful if you don't go to college. You can use your talent mm -hmm. and and do something different. That's, that's been my biggest, without all, within all of this is, I always wanted to have something to give back to my kids or whatever. And I tried to, even though she don't do it as much as I, I would want her to do it, she still, I show her that you, you, you don't have to be pigeonholed into one 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 particular thing. Now what I mean, what 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 is a drawing? What what is it? I, I mean, I, I like the little fella. Yeah, okay. uh, it's like just man. She she I call it Kansas production. It's just a I got a girl too. She do she did drew a girl and a and a and a guy, a little a guy whatever. And it just fun yeah. black African American guy just throwing up the peace sign. Girl doing the same thing. Yeah. But it's just something that she came up with. Actually, it's something that she morphed. It, it started off as not that. It was something she said, Dad, I, I can do better than that. She took it and she came back. She said, now, you know, you can you can use that. And then I was like, well, let's have a plan. Like, uh, what's your bank account looking like? You know, so we got into the bank account and, you know, how we going to do it. It gave me a, a, a sense of pride to show her that, you know, you can be, you can be an entrepreneur. You can be into your books. You can take the drawing series. You can do all the creative stuff, but don't ever let nobody tell you. If you don't go to college, you ain't going to be successful. You don't do this, you ain't going to be successful. That's bull, man. You got These kids need it. That's what's wrong now. They don't act like they don't have options. There are options to being successful in life. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's Black King shit right there, bro. Because I tell people, man, see, I, I know, you know, the, the media going to give us all these other fake images of black men. I be like, shit, I know more black men like me and Cassius and Rodney, who love their kids in their lives, supporting their kids. And it's in, in, important that you are able to nurture her talent, help her recognize her talent, yeah. nurture her talent, but not only that, help her start and make a livelihood about that. How fulfilling is that to you, man, seeing your child? Because you're teaching them something right now that this her talent and her skill can make her money long when a damn degree is going to be burned up and gone in the wind. That's all I, that, that's been the thing that, I think when we came up, it was almost if you don't go to college, 
you won't be shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's so many people that I know, barbers and and, and people that's in construction and, and and people that you know that do other jobs that didn't have to put themselves in debt. When for one, we just were fortunate, yeah. we, but we got beat up on at the same time. Mm-hmm. We paid the price, but we didn't. You know, so many people have to put themselves in debt. Mm-hmm. And, and man, I just wanted her to get a sense of. There, is, there are other options. I, that's all I wanted to, her to see. There are other options to being a successful person. And and I don't even, she, like I tell her, you got a God-given talent, and she always correct me because she says it, what I did was develop the talent. God gave me a sense of uh, a drive mm-hmm. to develop a talent because she didn't come out knowing how to do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, she just developed it. And she, you know, she, she correct me on that because yeah. I'm always saying, "Oh, that's God gave me not well, not that it's God gave me a, the drive to mm-hmm. to do this." But she started off stick man, you know. But I'm that's what I'm proud about, man. That, that out of everything, anything that somebody that I gave her an opportunity to see that there are other ways to be a success in, in in this world. And that's a great lesson, man, because a lot of our kids they do they impressed on us. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. I'd be like, damn. Now I'd be like, hold on, bro. I know electricians, barbers, yeah. Yeah. plumbers, HVAC dudes, people with talents. Yeah. Not only with talents, but skills yeah. with their hands. Because they ain't got no college debt. No. Zero. Four, five hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'd be thinking, I'd be like, hold on. Because I know my dad and them and their generation, and most of them didn't go to college. No. But damn, they had some nice ass houses, bro. Yeah. We grew right. up in some nice houses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying not go, but that's not the only route because college is not for everyone. And to be able to have skills and be able to do things with your hands, oh, man, that's that's invaluable, bro. You can always make a life and make a living on that. And before we wrap it up, man, just still getting to Memphis 10 right now because you've grown. And what's the umbrella of the company? Rough Gear. Rough Gear. Yeah, 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 Rough Gear. So um, what what all is under that umbrella, man, and, and, and still, you know, taking orders and – how you doing this thing? You know, uh, uh, under the umbrella still is the Memphis Ten uh, logo, the Kansas Creative Product, uh, Creative shirts, and uh, the Black Movement. Man, we got a little Black Movement with a with a strong survive. Man, with the Black. Oh, see, I didn't even see yeah, that, bro. Yeah, okay, with the Black, you know, in, in support of Black. What was going on in in the in the in the country with uh with our young brothers and sisters at the time? Man, we came up with that logo and. Um, it, it, it's all under on the platform of, um, you know, my Facebook page, IG page. That's how you know. Contact me, nine zero one two one nine two one eight eight or whatever you got to do to get in touch with. Me. You know, we we'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. Give us the IG page, man. We're gonna IG, meet my uh, boy Cass uh, is gonna put all it up there. Anyway. Uh, Ruffin nineteen eleven on IG and uh, my first and last name on, on on Facebook, man. Just hit me up and no. I mean, spell Rodney Ruffin, though, because, R-O-D-N-E-Y. you know, we Negroes. They be like, hey, no, I spell my name R-O-D-D-N-I-E-Y-Y. R-O-D-N-E-Y-R-U-F-F-I-N, you know, on, on Facebook, man. And I, I promise I, I, I'm get back with you in a timely manner, and we're going to make it happen. And the IG again? Uh, Ruffin1911. You were born in 1911? Man, nah, you know, you know. You know. You were born in 1911, we, 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 <laughs> share that, we share that time together. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt about it, man. No, uh, no doubt about it. Now, Shout out to the noobs, though. No, of course, of course, bro, of course. Now, young people, man, who may want to start their own business, I, you know, I, I always ask entrepreneurs like yourself, 
what advice will you, you 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 give them? Because I tell them, look, man, it may sound cliche, but because you're an entrepreneur, I'm one, cash is his. Yeah, just can't give up because you ain't going to just start seeing fruits right away. No. But, you know, what advice you have for them? One, one thing I, I would say is, one, like you said, don't give up. But first thing, have a plan. What I did was not ideal. You know what I'm saying? But have a plan. If you got your plan, I think things tend to work out a lot better when you got your plan. Execute your plan. And, and don't let nobody else stand in your way of executing your plan. And it, they're going to, like you said, it's going to be some rocks in the road, bumps in the road, walls in the road. You got to keep going, man. The, the thing is, we give up on it, then we start on something else. Then we, we, we roll on that for a little while, then we start on something else. Man, until you get to where one thing is solid, don't, don't never give up, man. Just keep pushing it. That data to be a super success might be tomorrow. So that's that, that's my thing, man. Everybody, can't nobody dictate your success story either. Don't try to follow your, nobody else's success story. You know, follow your path. And what would you tell the young Rodney Ruffin? Because I, I tell myself, that young Doc Holliday, I'd choke the shit out that stupid motherfucker. Boy, I'd be, I'd be want to fight that nigga. But I'd be like, if you fight that nigga, Doc, you better be ready, <laughs> ready to fight. Because yeah. he yeah. is going to yeah. fight you. <laughs> you ain't had no stop, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did for real, bro. So tell me, man, what would you tell the young Rodney Ruffin? Man? I would tell the young Rodney Ruffin, man, slow down. Listen to your folk. Stay grounded. I had forgot how to be grounded and humble. I lost all that. So if you can stay grounded, stay humble, I would tell the, the younger me, stay grounded, stay humble, and stay focused. I lost all three of those things. Once I lost them, it, it was pretty much a snowball effect. You like where you are now? Love it. Love it. I can only get better. You know what I'm saying? So. As far as uh, life is in, life is good. Life is good. Okay. Anything else you want to add, my brother? Nah, man. I appreciate the opportunity. All praise to the most high, man. Thank uh, you for coming, man. Sure. You know, that's, that's what we're about, man. Always. And that's going to do it for another episode of the Doc Holiday Show where we love to uplift black men, black women, black teen, black child, black royalty. Thank you for watching. Until the next time, we out. Deal, my brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. That's nice.